Aloha and welcome back, true crime lovers. My name is Haley. I'm Richa. What are you drinking today, Richa? Well, Haley, you're going to be proud of me. It's a dirty, very, very dirty martini. <laughs> yeah, that's a filthy martini. Yeah. It's my own special recipe that I discovered the first time I made a martini. And it, the original recipe did not have enough either olive juice or had way too much alcohol. So now I just do one-to-one. This one's a gin martini. So in this case, it's one-to-one gin-to-olive gin juice martini. <laughs> oh, well, you're going to need that gin today because the story I'm going to tell you is gnarly. Uh, I am drinking, again, Pinot Grigio. From the box from Kirkland Signature. I wish I had something harder in the house, but I do not. I literally, I think, spiraled into a deep depression after doing this case. Oh, uh, no. I couldn't even, like, finish it last night. And I actually leave out a lot of, like, the gruesome details because it's just really bad. So I know we say this every time, but this is very gnarly case. And then also the research for this case was actually hard. And now I think that the research in my other cases that I said was hard was actually really easy. Uh, <laughs> there really wasn't any coverage on this. There was two podcasts that weren't really well known that kind of did a cover on it. But they didn't have a whole lot of details. So it was just more of like banter and talk about it. And that's just not really my style. Like I like the banter, but I also like to really know a lot of details just because that's who I am. And then um, I found one YouTuber named Eddie Lane, and she had a whole lot of details. And then I tried to find her sources and look into her sources, but her sources were all in the other language uh, because this takes place in Brazil. So whatever the language is that they speak, but that's what it was in. Mm. Um, so, Kudos for Haley for doing all the research, guys. I'm just going to take a quick minute, to, not minute, but like three seconds to give her a clap. Da, da, da. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was crazy, and so there might be, like, a lot of things that I miss, and and a lot of names. Unfortunately, there is a lot of victims in this case, and I will be not naming all of them because I couldn't find all their names, or, um, like I said, uh, Eddie Lane, she would she went through a lot of the, the, the victims' names, but I could only write down what she was saying because she didn't have any, like, written thing on there, so I, like, had to play back and hear what the victims' names were was literally the only source of names wow. I could find. Well, I'm excited to hear about this case, not because of how gruesome or how bad it will be, just because I've never heard about it, and it looks like not many people have covered it. So, Yeah, so today we're going to be talking about the Superior Universal Alignment Group. This is actually going to be our first cult, and uh, before we get into it, we're going to be talking about a huge disclaimer. The story I'm about to tell you is going to involve murder and torture of children. Oh, God, my stomach just dropped. Yep, I knew it. It's also overseas case, so I miss, might mispronounce some things. And, yeah. Oh, fuck. Shit. <laughs> yeah. We haven't even started. Yeah. This might make you want to cry for sure. You're not going to sleep. That's why I was like, you're really going to need a strong mm. drink. All right. So uh, I started with the, I'm going to start with the definition of what a cult is um, because, you know, some people probably think anything could be a cult or like any religious group can be a cult, but there's actually things you have to knock off to be a cult. Uh, I found that oh, cults have a checklist guys. So if, if any do. of you guys are involved in a group that is doing these things, get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And actually a lot of it does seem like it could be any religion, but I don't know. We won't get too far into that. And I don't come after me for whatever your beliefs are. Mm -hmm. If you <laughs> Haley's but just reading a definition. Don't kill the messenger. Yes. Guys. 
So I Google the def- definition definition of a cult uh, on study.com, and this is what we came up with, all right? The term cult comes from the Latin word cultus, meaning worship. Now, the characteristics of a cult are, one, must have a charming, charismatic leader. The person can Check. be alive. <laughs> the person can be alive or dead, but their teachings must be considered of, quote, highest importance, end quote. They must be considered a genius by their followers. Two, ideological purity. Followers of said cult must not question the words or laws of their leaders. And if they do, it will be met with punishment or shame. Conformity and control. Cult leaders will have a extreme amount of control over followers' lives, including but not limited to what they wear and who they have relationships with. Good God. Four, mind-altering practices. This includes drugs, sleep deprivation, meditation, and chanting. Five, isolation and love bombing. So this refers to cutting off family and friends and then being showered in love by other cult members. Six, us versus them mentality. As in the cult members are to see the cult is superior and those outside the cult lack understanding. Seven, apocalyptic thinking preparation for the ending of the world or a major event wait all cults have that yeah they usually have like a big like doomsday thing or like Mm. a big like oh there's gonna be a huge earthquake and a bunch of people are gonna die i don't i don't know all cults Mm. but this is what makes a cult a cult eight time and energy cult members are expected to give lots of time work and or money into the cult and i think there's even more but that's the ones i picked out can't remember all right so valentina was born oh so today we're going to be talking the the cult leader is named valentina de andandre valentina was born in carazino brazil in september 28th 1931 is this another small town uh so it's actually like the second largest city we're going to be talking about but and it's highly dense so. Oh, guys, buckle up. Haley just picked a story that's not from a small town. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is our first cult episode and Haley's first not small town story. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, at the time, Brazil was under a dictatorship. So and because of how rough it was at these times, this would make Valentina grow up very fast, she would say, and that she didn't get to experience childhood. When she did you say she was born, though? What year? 19, 1931. Okay. And so I'm assuming she's not alive still because she'd be like almost 100. <laughs> like She 90. actually is alive and she's 91 years old. <gasps> yeah. Spoiler. Fudge. <sighs> okay. So Valentina would grow up fast. She would say that she didn't get to experience childhood. She describes herself as semi-illiterate and a ordinary housewife. She doesn't have any children despite wanting children. She wasn't able to have one. <laughs> or as she would describe, Destiny had other plans. There really isn't much about Valentina, but what you could find in the, but you could find stuff that she's written. She has her own books and she has a child. She, she says she has a childlike personality because she didn't have a childhood. Oh God. I, I might not have a lot of empathy in my reactions on this episode. You already know, yeah. I'm exactly. already giving that to everybody who's about to come for me and say that. I don't. Know, how dare I, you? And I'm just like, if you want to come for me, don't come for me because I'm not going to respond very well either. 
I think if anybody listens to this episode, nobody's going to have empathy for this woman. Obviously, I had to do the disclaimer in the beginning because this is definitely a very uh, horrible crimes. And like, you know, you and I can listen to a lot, but this stuff is actually even hard for us. So Valentina was married at 18 years of age, but the marriage didn't last very long. She would fall in love with her husband's coworker. So she divorced her current husband to be with this other guy. In 1954, her current husband, Andrado, Andrado, yeah, I can't say that. Andrado, I'm going to just call him Andrado. <laughs> Andrado. 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 And, and, yeah. Andrado. Andrado. The man she left her husband for started having health issues. This is when Valentina would dive into spirituality. She would even talk to a medium who was possessed by the spirit of a doctor. Eventually, eventually she would join a group of a medium circle, quote, medium circle, unquote. What the and heck this is a medium she, circle? Like she becomes a medium or she just talks to a bunch I of mediums? I think you're like a bunch of mediums and then like they all talk to you and they're all like pretending to be or are, I don't know, possessed by other spirits. But she is now a medium too? Is that how you get it? Like do you have to be a medium to be in a medium circle or no? I don't know all the definitions, but I do not think she's a medium. Okay. So this is when she met Roberto Oliveira. Under one of the medium's advice, she would end up leaving Andrado for Roberto in the early 70s. So together they would continue visiting mediums. When one woman in particular would tell the couple that Roberto had special powers. Oh my God, Haley. Did I, I was like, where have I heard the name Valentina? Where have I heard the, I named my freaking current car Valentina. Oh. Because I name all my cars. She's Valentina the Volvo and now I'm going to have to fucking rename her. Damn you, Valentina. Okay. Never mind. Okay. So Valentina and Roberto go to medium circles together. Yeah. So she left her husband, whatever his name is. And now she's with Roberto. And they would go to a medium circle together. And then one medium told them that Roberto has powers. I don't know what those powers are, but he can pass those powers to Valentina if he show, so wishes. So this started the foundation of a religious belief. They believed or believe or acted as if they believe whatever that they were being contacted by aliens. They would call the aliens cosmic individualities. They said that aliens would tell them God had to be stopped. In 1981, Valentina would write her own Bible. This was a start. Wait, 81? Of a, so she's yeah, 51. Ni- mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, this would be the start of the Superior Universal Alignment, or LUS, which they would call themselves L-U-S. Aliens were gaining control, and they were coming. The only way of escaping was to leave on a spaceship before the end of the world valentina was told by the aliens that she was the embodiment of love and she was sent down by the aliens and she needed to convey the message at first the only believers were a couple of weird neighbors and her husband roberto valentina would imagine that like your neighbor comes to you and like guys uh the aliens talk to me and only me 
and blah 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 like how does that conversation even come up with your fucking neighbor like how how like you're talking in the porch watering your petunias or something or like are you are you doing this over hard alcohol are you giving them drugs like shrooms or something so they believe you honestly like you're, you're preaching because they believe or she believes or she's pretending to believe whatever the fuck that she is sent down by these aliens to uh, send a message and she believes that she's supposed to stop God. That's what the aliens are telling her to do. Stop God. So that's, we're going to go into that. So Val- there's so many things that I would have questions with if I was the neighbor. I was like, wait, so you for sure know that there's a God and you also for sure know that there are aliens. Can I meet them? Like, can I FaceTime with them? Like Zoom? Like, I don't know. Anything would work like anything really, but it's also 1981. So I guess that's not a possibility yet. Yeah, if we can ask her husband. I mean, but also if the aliens sent someone down, then they can figure out video calls. Like they can figure out something to make me believe that they're real. Like whatever. Anyways, digest. I just I'm always curious, like how these initial followers even come about. Like how do these conversations happen? Like at a bar, like, hey, man, you want a martini? Yeah, let's talk about my weird ass alien connection that I have. <laughs> like what? <laughs> it literally makes no sense. That's Anyways, okay. I can't even. Flesh, so initially, Anyways. it's only her neighbors and a few other people. Yeah. Valentina would go on to write more books. And she wrote, and it's in a different language, but it translates to God is a Fraud was one of them. And also the City of Silver. You can actually still buy these books on her website and on Amazon. These books will contain the whole religion she made and more on what her brain was thinking, I guess. But please don't buy them and don't give this woman any money. And we'll go into that. I don't think at the end of this, you're going to even yeah, want don't to even give this name woman it. Any money. Don't even name it. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to name the website because we have to talk about it. But oh, we'll go into that. It. Guys, Eventually, do not check the website out. Do not give her more hits or traffic. <laughs> the smartphone doesn't, it doesn't work for the smartphone. It only worked for my computer, so... Um, eventually Valentina would even get interviews and news outlets and would travel to Argentina. So her group expanded and expanded. Her group would spread posters and propaganda saying they knew the truth and the end was near. In 1985, they would come to be a civil association. What kind the- of news outlet gave her the platform to fucking do this? That's insane. Okay, never mind. Okay. Their group would even get legal status in 1987. They also had a radio show. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you were wondering how they spread their information. Someone they do it through like propaganda tunes into news. A random frequency, and she's let all hours just going. I am an alien. <laughs> yeah, probably something like that. <laughs> so crazy. To be fair, though, if I ever accidentally tuned into that frequency, I might listen for like a couple minutes. <laughs> Exactly. It's like it's like a train wreck. You can't stop but watching it, yeah. you know? Eventually the cult grew and it was over 400 people. As the aliens were approaching. For real? Earth. Guys, can she, can we at least talk to her about how she did that cuz we can't even get 400 people to like follow us on Instagram. <laughs> Just, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> what radio frequency were you at, Valentina? <laughs> I know. God, you were so right. <laughs> As the aliens were approaching Earth, this would make the followers isolate themselves. They would go underground in the Amazon, and they had strict rules to abide by. Family and friends who didn't agree with the lusts would be cut off. People quit their jobs. They left their family and sold everything and gave it to the cause. 
They would call Valentina. And the cause would be Valentina. So she's mm-hmm. taking all their money. Mm-hmm. Okay. They would call Valentina mother. Ew. Valentina. Valentina would keep a record sheet on how each member behaved and if they were doing good they would just get to visit they would get to visit her home she also controlled how much sexual relationships Wait each a member was able to have she was going and taking attendance of 400 members and then keeping notes on how the heck they're doing I don't know if all 400 were underground in this Amazon, but she did keep like, um, like, yeah, how are they doing? Like, did they do this in fracture? Like, whatever. And how she kept did a she sheet. find the time? Well, they live underground and people are giving her money. What else is she going to do? It's her job now. 400 people is still a lot of ground to cover. I don't think it's all 400 people that she are there and that's what she's doing this too. But I don't know. Maybe. So she also controlled how much sexual relationships her members were allowed to have. What do you mean control? Like she watched them? How do you enforce Shh. sexual control? Like I don't know, but this is very common in cults, uh, controlling like relationships and sex and all that other things. So I have no idea how they, she does it, but she did. I guess they're crazy enough to believe her. So they must think that if they don't, then something weird is going to happen, right? The world's going to Yeah, end. she's probably going to say something about aliens. I mean, you want to be abducted by aliens. Like, that's the whole point. Yeah. But, um, and I think they think they're going to die by the aliens, but they want to die by the aliens and not by the end of the world. I don't really fucking know because it goes into it. Apparently, there's another mass. She, did, she like, led a mass suicide, too. But I couldn't find much information on that. The only thing I could see is that Eddie Lane, when she was her YouTube video, she mentioned it. But I didn't see, like, any actual information on that other than, like, a a very slow mention, which I feel like if you're leading a mass suicide, like, there would be more. You know what I mean? I don't know. I thought someone who killed, like, the Indian serial killer Katie Kempema, people would have covered her more. And there's barely anything on her. True. These foreign countries, they're they're sometimes hard, especially if they happened in the 80s. Yeah, I guess they have bigger fish to fry, like poverty and religious riots and corruption yeah and, and you know we have like news outlets like at the the prisons and whatever the trials but so valentina so she yeah she kept her record she and so some members were allowed to have like sex but she would play matchmaker like who was allowed to have sex with who and Wait, some even if were, these are married couples so a lot of the couples like husbands and spouses and wives that didn't agree were they were isolated they weren't allowed to in the group so and i think probably i'm sure probably that if she thought this person and this person should have sex despite their marriage would she would make them have sex but here's what the weird part is so as some people had to be abstinent for months the weird part is no one this is the biggest rule of the group no one is allowed to have any children this was the worst crime you could commit one of the group members one of the group members were forced to give away their one-year-old daughter. Which brings me into the biggest things about her teachings, that any children born after 1981 were the embodiment of evil, but mostly the little boys. Vessels of reincarnated devils, she would call them. So I have my own theory on this. I think that's partly because she was... She wasn't able to have children. Yeah, I was so say, now she was that barren, she, so she, yeah, so she's like fifty something years old. So having kids is out of the question for her. So I think she was trying to take the make joy others not have else. children. Yeah, that's that's my theory. Makes sense. Also, evil Bert, and yeah, very 
Oh, God, I don't want to say the words anymore. Okay. Roberto and her ended up divorcing, and she quickly married another man named Jose True Ruggi. When the day of the rapture came and the ships didn't come to rescue them, her followers started to doubt the universal alignment. She blamed her followers for not believing enough. So if they devoted more of themselves to Valentina, the ships would finally come and take them away. The followers confused. They felt like they gave this woman everything. They gave them their money. They got, got rid of their jobs. They left their families. Didn't have sex so, for months. Didn't have kids. So yeah. So what more could they possibly do? Which this is a very common thing in my understanding from cults is like they'll come up with this date of whatever this thing is supposed to happen. And if that date comes and goes and this stuff doesn't happen, then they like it's always the followers fault. Like instead of just admitting, hey, I'm wrong or whatever, it's like, oh, well, it's yeah, because you're they're not now following in me deep. enough. Or whatever the reason they like forming cults. They're just like, no, 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 I can't lose my following. I need to have all this control over people. So. Yeah. All right, how's your martini doing? It's uh, surprisingly lower than I thought it would be by this time. <laughs> yeah, I think you're going to need more gin. Oh, gosh. Let's get into it. Let's travel to Para, a state in northern Brazil in the town of Altamira. The mass majority of Para are well below the poverty line, and it's incredibly populated. Mining and agriculture is what keeps this town going. It's 1989. The town in the Amazon started seeing an increase oh my God, of... it's the year of... Never mind. I shouldn't say that out loud. The, the year what? <laughs> okay. I was going to say it's the year I was born. <laughs> I was going to say it must it must be your the year you're born. Yeah. All right. So the Amazon started seeing an increase of missing children. By the way, you're evil because you're born after 1981. Not a boy, though. All children, but mostly boys. Mm. Yeah, Valentina and I would not get along. Yeah, no. Now, one, kids are going missing. So 1989, kids, there's an increase of missing children. But no one's really paying close attention because the kids who are going missing are homeless children who worked on the streets. Oh, my God. Yeah. In August of 1989, a boy named Joseph was enticed by a man into the forest. He was sexually abused, tortured, However, hours later, the boy was found alive. Oh, a few my months... God. He lived through that? Yeah. A few months later, another boy named Antonio was walking along the forest when a man invited him to eat mangoes with him. The man then would put a strong smelling cloth over his mouth and nose. And when he awoke, he saw blood in between his legs. He somehow thankfully made it back to his mother, but he was castrated. Oh, my God. Haley. <laughs> I know. It's a nervous laugh again. God damn it. <laughs> I just can't. Oh. I know. It's terrible. Fuck. Okay. This put the town on the edge. Everyone was talking about it, and everyone was trying to keep their children safe from the mysterious man in the woods. Speculation began, and many thought this one man who wandered the town was the pe- perpetrator. The police made an arrest. However, July 23rd, another attack would happen. A nine-year-old boy was walking in the woods when a stranger would ask the boy to help him get his kite out of the tree. When, just like Antonio, the man would put a strong cloth over the boy's face. When the boy woke, Remember he had to do... Told, told ourselves that we would come up with our own rules? I don't even yes. care about our own rules. We just need to make rules for our, like, sons. 
Like, yeah, you don't do go in the woods with a man to strangers. Don't even try to help them. Like, the world is bad in general. <laughs> well, There's it's no like Ted Bundy, for instance. For like Ted Bundy, for instance. Why is a full-grown adult man asking for a woman's help or a child's help? You know what I mean? No, no adult is going to need a, the help of a child or a woman, unless like they're bleeding and literally dying. I mean, they could. We do live in a world where I think women are considered as capable as men. So I'm not saying they can't need a, a grown a man can need a grown woman's help. Granted, if you're a grown woman, don't be helping out strangers. Like stranger danger is still a thing, whether you're a kid or not. Um, but yes, I don't think strange people approaching children in any circumstance is something I would want to do. Like if I am on in trouble not in trouble like if I am trying to move a big thing and a random kid from my community like passes by like I'm going to be very very aware of the fact that it's going to be weird if I approach this child on my own and it's just going to look odd so no I don't and never mind I don't know what everyone else does I just think I would think twice before I approach someone else's child or just a strange child in general so I agree with you and I feel like there's going to be other people walking around that I could ask yeah and I would is, just wait that's, I wouldn't that's what I child I would that's what I'm saying child. about Ted Bundy like one of the women who escaped Ted Bundy was yeah a he needed girl her who was at a beach a kayak or something right yeah a kayak or canoe and he could have asked up uh, a bunch of men but he asked this woman so yeah. why would he need her help versus uh, a stronger man I'm just saying like yeah she you, said that she was with her boyfriend too at the time right so she was like oh i'm gonna go get my boyfriend or something and then and then she he just freaked never out came back yeah yeah um so the boy after he was drugged with i think basically chloroform yeah he woke up and he needed a ton of reconstructive surgeries because he was also castrated and he had to see multiple therapists for the trauma that he had endured um, I don't think he remembered any of it because Thank he was God. drugged, but yeah. Police were confused because the man who they thought was doing these things was actually arrested and had died in prison. I'm not sure how he died, but he did. Hmm. But the investigation guy, continued. He died knowing he was innocent, at least of that yeah. crime. Yeah, thankfully. That <laughs> couldn't imagine. I don't know. I couldn't imagine someone doing this, let alone whatever being tried for something you didn't do that's just terrible so seven months later a boy named tito mandez 13 was taking a swim in the local stream but disappeared some witness would say that they saw the child with a strange man moments earlier the child was never seen again altine francisco a 10 year old boy disappeared in may 1991 46 days after his disappearance, they would find his remains. He was taken to the morgue in Vellum. However, his body disappeared from the morgue before autopsy was done. Wait, so he dies, they find him, they take him to the morgue, and before they can do anything with the body, he disappears? His body disappears. And did they ever find him again or no? I don't think so, but we're going to get into this of how big this cult is and how many like higher ups in the world. There's inside jobs and someone was involved there's a lot of society like huge society people throughout the years the police were finding body after body all tortured sexually assaulted and castrated they're even noticing was that the kids had incisions near their organs what's crazy here is it looked like it was done by a professional one speculation was that a gang of traffickers were taking the boys and using them to sell their organs 
police were led to a man named Anciso Ferreira de Souza and his partner Sergio Brando. Both doctors, they were both doctors. The two men moved to Para from Argentina in 1990. Dr. de Souza was helping residents by providing affordable health care and even would provide free housing and would raise money for needy families. Without any evidence, the police would release the doctors, and the case went cold. Two more boys went missing. Sorry, what year are we in when this is happening? I know 1981 was the last time, so now this is in Para. What year? Do you know? Or it's okay if you don't know. 1991. Okay, 10 years after. So she's 61 now. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. So, la, 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 la. Where are we? Brando. They so yeah. The so that so they got the and the case was cold, but then two more boys went missing in a nearby town, on the coast called Garatuba. Garatuba. Unlike the other boys, this case, this caused a lot of commotion. One boy, Leonardo Brassi, eight years old, was playing on the beach while his mom worked at a nearby hotel. And by nearby, I mean the hotel was on the beach. Mm. She worked in the kitchen and he was playing on the beach and it took her a few hours to even notice the boy went missing. And then a few months later, another boy, a six-year-old boy named six? Evandro mm-hmm, oh, Evandro Ramos went missing as well. The news spread like wildflower and Evandro Ramos went missing. Oh, and, Ev- and Evandro would become the face of these missing children. Because I guess wildflower, just- which I'm actually really happy about you saying instead of wildfire, because that put like a very happy image in my brain instead of like all. Oh, yeah, I did say coming. wildflower, but I meant wildfire. I know, but, yeah. but I'm glad <laughs> you said wildflower instead of wildfire, because then immediately my brain thought of flowers and I was like for a millisecond much more happier than I. <laughs> yeah. So Evandro would become the face of these missing children. So he was like on, you know, whatever, milk cartons or the newspapers everywhere. But just five days after his disappearance, they would find his body in a field. Hands and feet cut off, eyes gouged out, castrated like all the rest. Wow, that came on quick. That escalated very quickly. Which this has actually happened to all the victims they found was eyes and hands. I just didn't want to keep saying it. Some, so some of them, they would gouge out their eyes. Some of them, they would scalp their heads. But mostly their hands and feet were cut off. Okay. And it's only men, I mean, boys so far? Yep. It's always, yeah. His liver, heart, and intestines were all missing from his body. Okay. This would become the biggest case in the nation. And there was a full-blown manhunt. One lady named Selena Abate, a wife of a former mayor, Aldo, discouraged the city of searching for the man, saying it would smear the town's image and would affect their economy. Oh, she's involved. Yeah. Which was suspicious and made the town look into her as a suspect. So in 1993, there was a total of 19 missing children, all aging 8 to 13 years of age, obviously, and then a 5-year-old too, so, or a 6-year-old. Oh, gosh. The police didn't actually link the missing children with the homicides until one boy escaped, and his name is Wanderlei Pinheiro. After his escape, the boy would tell you the horrors of what was going on and what had happened to him. He was raped, tortured, castrated by an underground cult. He would tell the police that the cult was eating the organs, all through there, although there is no evidence to that. Oh my god, ad- what is it with you and cannibalism? <laughs> Why? Yeah, <I> <laughs> 
But I also I think there's another thing too. I think that they were selling the organs to make money and that's part of the whole reason that she got people to kill these kids is so she can make money and because they're they're mostly homeless children that nobody would recognize them missing so oh. how the fuck is she alive that, that's like, another is one she of my in theories jail? i'm not gonna tell you because we're gonna get into that oh my god i hope she's in jail and i hope she fucking rots and dies like a painful death where like the maggots eat her or something like while she's alive because she can't fucking move like you know those like um commercials like infomercials like stop i've fallen help help like i hope she doesn't have that stupid button and she just like lays in her bathroom wet moldy and maggots all over her that's how she dies that's how i wish you die valentina me me too me too it is a little disturbing that i just made that up i don't know know. (laughs) (laughs) too much too much horror films too much true crime Uh, too much gin he would identify two doctors, a policeman, a teacher, and Valentina herself. A teacher? Yeah. A fucking teacher? You're supposed to mold the minds of the future. You're supposed to love children. How could a teacher do that? That's insanity. Fucking insanity. A lot of fucks today, guys. I will give a lot of fucks today. <laughs> During the trial, which took place in September 2003, so it took 14 years for the trial to start. Valentina's teachings unfold, which what was happening to these boys were part of a satanic ritual. Five survivors, all who were mutilated, testified against the five members of society. Pinheiro, 22 at the time of the trial, nine years old when he was taken. Oh, my God. Was expected to testify against the police officer, Carlos Alberto Santos. And even though he was in police custody at the time and Pinheiro was in federal police protection, he still received a death threat just one month before the trial. The two doctors who were on trial were indeed the doctors that the police had in custody just De years Sousa before. and Brando. Yep. I'm not forgetting your guys' names. Best be known. Valentina tried escaping before her trial. She tried to catch a flight to Argentina, but she was going catch through a passport. flight. How is she not in custody in jail? Like, what the fuck is she doing even at an I don't airport? Think, yeah, I don't really know. But she uh, went to passport control, was caught. She then had to wait for her trial in jail. The two doctors were found guilty, and Siso was sentenced to 77 years in prison, and Sergio was sentenced to 57 years in prison. The police officer who was identified for raping Pinheiro and killing another child also was identified by one of the victims as a man who led him into the woods, was sentenced to 32 years in prison. Now, Valentina, 77 years of age at the time of the trial, was acquitted. Acquitted? Mm-hmm. Excuse me? Yep. Why? Because it was all circumstantial? Yep. Despite being identified and evidence of a film, which she was caught saying something, her husband received a gun as a gift from one of the members. And she was caught on the film saying, oh, bullets made of gold for killing little vampires. My God. Fucking So despite all that, they didn't have enough evidence to hold her. Apparently, she was out of town for every single murder. I don't know. Any oh my god, ways. guys, I just quickly looked up what she looks like, and she looks like a child murderer. I don't know if I've ever known what a child murderer would look like, but she looks evil. Today, she is 91, living in Argentina, where she still runs her cult. 
What? Excuse me? Yes. What? She has a website, ValentinaDeAndandre.com. Which she has go- a domain name. How is this domain name not illegal? <laughs> Which, when you go to the website, you're greeted by a spaceship. And oh my God, do not go to the her- website. Do not try to go look at the spaceship. If you do look at the spaceship, just like unsubscribe from our. Like we don't need to have you as listeners. <laughs> and she still sells her books. Her followers simply ignore this gruesome past. She even wrote on her biography. She still has followers. Oh my God. She even wrote on her biography on her page that says, quote, never during my turbulent life did I practice a single act of evilness or something that could disturb my conscience, end quote. That bitch. And that's my story. That's all I got for you today. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> this is really what you're going to do to us. Like, that's how you're going to end it. She's still yeah. she's not only still living, she's still practicing her fucking weird ass beliefs and there are followers who just ignore the stuff that she did well yep i was trying not to say yes again because i always say yes and so and my my podcast when i'm editing i always like cringe every time i say yes and so but yeah that's where it ends today i don't have a good ending to this podcast unfortunately when i was first researching this I literally had no idea the rabbit hole of hell I was about to go through and I just I didn't I didn't realize and then we got we went down this spiral of killing men and at this point or killing babies uh, boys like I, we're both boy moms so it's definitely like doesn't even matter if you're a boy mom or not just any mom is going to think that that's the most horrible thing ever just any human being should think that so you don't even have to be a mom agreed mm-hmm mm-hmm uh, Oh, God, it's insanity, insanity that she's still living and practicing and selling. Who the fuck is buying her books? If you guys are buying her books and listening to our podcast, honestly, just don't listen anymore. We don't need you as followers or listeners or subscribers like this is stupid. (laughs) I don't think anybody's going to read their books, but unless you speak whatever the what language is Brazil. I don't want to Google anything about her anymore. I'm pretty sure it's Google the language just spoken. Okay, Spanish. Spanish. Let me see. It's either Spanish or Portuguese. Brazil. Oh, I think it's Portuguese. Native language. It's all in Portuguese. Portuguese. Yep, it's Portuguese. Yeah, Yeah, her website. Honestly, I think uh, one of the the podcasts I was listening to, which I think was Web Crawlers, they were saying that on her website she – and I couldn't exactly find it, but like you, I didn't want to dig too much into our website and go to every single page. But um, one of the the web crawlers said that she like almost basically confessed on one of the things that she said on there. And I can't remember what she said, but I don't know. I think it was something about how boys were evil or something. Or kids born after 81. I don't there are know. very few times where I'm speechless and I have nothing... Nothing to say about her other than a lot of curse words and un- unpleasantries. I hate this case. <laughs> I knew you would. <laughs> I knew you're gonna struggle. Oh. Okay. Well. Well, guys. Um. Thanks for listening. Um. Sorry, this isn't like a great ending. Go bake yourself some sugar cookies after this, or something, or watch, um, Friends or something happy to take your mind off of it and um we will see you uh and talk to you next tuesday with a drink in hand 
Yeah, don't let the murder thought spite. Good night. <laughs>